Hello, here we are. Welcome. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Intentional Now podcast. It is 9.09 in the evening. I got a little bit of a late start um, just on some of my work and my episode today. But I'm here for those of you who can see. <laughs> I'm here to share a cup of tea with you. I have some special, special invitations for you that I can't wait to share. So this is my second recording. I've already recorded one and I'm going to tell you about, but a little bit later. Okay, so this is the second one and that's why it took me a little bit of extra time. So welcome. This is Intentional Now Podcast, an engaging workshop discussion on change, purpose, and redefining what we say yes to. And I'd like to introduce myself. Hello, I am Kristen Wombach. I am a spiritual entrepreneur. <gasps> what does that mean? You know, I've never asked that question. Or had you ask me the question, what does that mean? Um, I'm a mystic. I believe in Jesus Christ, and I'm totally devoted to him. And he shows me spiritual things, and I have encounters, and I ascend and descend. And you can go on my website, and I will explain that further, what a mystic is. I will leave the blog post link for you, and it's called A Peak. <laughs> Yeah, it's a peek into my life. And what does that all mean, right? So, you know, I chase bold dreams. I do the work. I ask the questions. I get things done. Yes, life done. Communicating with you done. The life we were meant to live. So I invite you. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. So I have a wonderful new feature for you. I have Intentional Now Podcast View. You can watch any of these podcasts on YouTube. If you are one of my patrons, that link is just automatically prepared for you. But if you like to see what does she look like, right? And what are my mannerisms and my gestures? When I'm talking to you, you just go sneak right over there and look at it. Otherwise, Audible makes it easy. We can put our headphones on. We can do two things at the same time. Both of them are very needful, right? We are so spoiled in the media, aren't we? We are so spoiled. It's just like everybody just provides us with all these wonderful tools for us to learn, increase, grow. It is amazing. It means more work for us creators, though, right? <laughs> okay, if you, you, yeah, I'm talking to you, have not picked up a copy of the unfinished book, I don't know what I'm going to do with you. <laughs> no, at this point, it's like, um, what am I going to do with you? It's 213 pages of insight relationship, revelation, transparency, self-help, activations that get you where you want to go in your relationship with God and others. That's why, that's what I'm going to do with you. I just don't know. 
I'll leave a link for you, but what am I going to do with you? Are you smiling yet? (laughs) All right. I love this. Listen. The thing that is really hard or really amazing is giving up on being perfect and beginning the work of becoming yourself. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) The thing that is really hard and really amazing is giving up on being perfect and beginning the work of becoming yourself. Isn't that a fabulous quote? It's by Anna Quindlin. I love it. Can I say it one more time? There's so much. It's rich. It's deep. I just want to marinate in it, right? The thing that is really hard and really amazing is giving up on being perfect and beginning the work of becoming yourself. Yes. So we are going to discuss that, dive into it, head deep today. Yes, head deep. So the last few weeks, we have been digging into change deeply deep dive. woo! (laughs) And I think we need to lighten up just a little bit. Um, Maybe. (laughs) Don't hold me to that, right? I love deep dives. So anybody else out there, or is it just me that is guilty of being a little intense in your face? Oh, pray for my husband more, would you please? (laughs) I am. I'm pretty intense. Part of it is just the gift of God, and the other part is uh, maybe needs a little maturity. Are you laughing yet? There you go. But then nobody else out there is intense, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have thought this whole week so much about how I can serve you. Yeah, you're listening. We're connecting together. I really value you and honor you. And so I was just thinking about my listeners. How can I serve you? What brings us together via this podcast venue, this medium, this genre? What brings us together? What 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 causes us to go together to where I'm talking, you're listening, you're listening, I'm talking? And what words will help you accomplish your day? What can I say? What testimonies, what insights can I share with you to help you and encourage you in your day? Even sometimes the day can seem surmountable. Yay, I said that word right. I practice. Can I say it one more time? (laughs) Surmountable. Yeah. Or a day can be totally joyous, 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 and you rocked it and something awesome and, and awesome and another word besides awesome, brilliant. There's my British flair to say brilliant. <laughs> something brilliant happened, right? What words, what sentiments can we apply in our workshop style podcast to help each other to inform each other? All right, I'm going to share just a little reminder about me. I am a bridge builder. I am totally obsessed with truth 
I'm totally obsessed at finding answers or creating them. Yeah, sometimes you have to create the answers with God and with who you are, your destiny. I am a self-proclaimed web graphic designer. I do all that digital beautiful stuff. I love it. So anything that I build, I build it to also serve the technologically challenged individual. That was a big line. I'm going to practice it one more time. I always include because obviously I'm over 40. I'm over 40. And so that means computers and cell phones and all that stuff were not in my early years. That's something that happened late. So there are a whole lot of people that are my age. I am, how old am I? 62. That don't have a clue. So I always provide, always provide for the technol. Okay. I said it right once. The technologically challenged individual. See, you have to put a little pressure on it, right? So that nobody feels left out or overwhelmed. Yes, I am super focused. So today, this podcast, you have come to the absolute right place for assistant. Okay. So my cup of tea is, are you ready? If it's not pretty, balanced, and picturesque. Together, we're just going to have to roll up our sleeves and do something about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am totally an expert at tuning people into God. And I love, I love to gather inspirations. Totally love it. We're going to collect some today. Inspiration collection time. Amen. <laughs> so I think I figured out a convenient way to help us help each other. Are you ready? <laughs> okay. So today's takeaways for today's episode will be a good laugh. We've already had a little bit of a chuckle. And it's about becoming our authentic self and it also, this is the, the clincher. What do they call it at the end? I don't remember. Hmm. This is the big mm, boom at the end? No, that's not the right word. If you know the right word, tell me, okay? This, there's a big provision and miracle experience that I'm going to tell you about at the end, right? And here is our lovely quote again. The thing that is really hard and really amazing is giving up on being perfect and beginning the work of becoming yourself. Yeah. And sometimes myself gets buried in the noise of life. Mm-hmm. I hear you loud and quiet, loud, loud and clear. Sometimes myself, sometimes ourselves gets buried in the noise of life. And so we're dedicated in this that we want to hush up that noise, move it out, and we want to hear God and we want to think clearer and love God and all that good stuff. <laughs> the major value in life is not what you get. The major value in life is what you become. Yeah, I always say the good stuff again. 
<laughs> the major value in life is not what you get. The major value in life is what you become. And that quote is from Jim Rohn. I love his stuff. Ah, I can just flip through all his quotes and go, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So today we are addressing becoming and giving up on being perfect. So I have both the podcast recording and the video recording and all the bells and whistles here. And so sometimes I just have to give up trying to be perfect and just be happy with authentic. That's why I re-say my words again. <laughs> it's really good practice and it just increases me and helps me to be a better speaker. And I do that with you. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to leave you three helps today. And this is my gift to you on giving up on being perfect, right? These are my three little helps, right? Tell your story so that you can hear yourself telling it. Tell your story so that you can hear yourself telling it. Also, share your less than perfect feelings. You have to let them out. The things that you fear, you have to let them out, right? You, ha you have to let them out. If we don't address them and put them on the table, they consume us and eventually take up residence in a manifestation in the body or emotions, sickness, disease, or such. They have to be removed, expressed. Yeah, we have to learn self-control and maturity, but we need to be able to share our less than perfect feelings, right? Mm -hmm. So um, we don't just want it, those less than perfect feelings. We don't just want them to become a pink elephant on the table. We don't want them just put them out there, right? For you, European things, a pink elephant on the table, it's like a big, bulbous, ugly piece of artwork you set on the table and nobody ever does anything or says anything about it except for it doesn't fit in the room. That's what a pink elephant on the table means. So just a thought, I can do pink. I love pink, my favorite color. And how about you doing the elephant? Uh, no, okay. So remember, the elephant is not who we really are. No. It's the other things that argue with us becoming ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's who the elephant is. So we can't guarantee, you ready for this one? I'm going to sit up real straight. Okay, we can't guarantee how others will show up in our lives, but we can guarantee how we show up for ourselves. Mm -hmm. My quote. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we can't guarantee how others will show up in our lives, but we can guarantee how we show up for ourselves. So me, I can guarantee my actions and I can take care responsibility for my actions. I'm responsible for that. Now, let's put a positive push on that. 
as an entrepreneur and a businesswoman, I am the guarantee of the follow through. I am the guarantee that I will accomplish it. I am the guarantee and the resolute that I, when I give my word, that I show up with it. See, there's the positive thing about when you say, I am the guarantee because Jesus Christ lives in me and he is my guarantor for the new covenant, right? Did you get that? Okay, good stuff. I can guarantee me, my behavior, my joy, my determination, my intensity, and you can guarantee you, your behavior, your joy, your determination, and your intensity, right? Okay, areas of elephants we need to address. I know. Didn't I say we weren't going to be deep today? Uh, Sorry. I can't help myself. All right. Here we go. So I took the pink out because it's my favorite color. So it's just an elephant now, right? But it's sitting on the table and it's just got to go. Areas of elephants to address. Guilt, shame, denial. Woo. (laughs) Okay. It's all right. You can do this. Remember, I always walk it out first. Lived it, been there, done that, continuing to work through. All right. So guilt is a spiritual entity that accuses you of being wrong. It accuses your spirit before God. I don't think so. Shame is a soul attachment resulting of emotions, a painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. Denial is a defense mechanism involving a refusal to accept the truth of a phenomenon or prospect. It is a wall made by the body to refuse change, help, and understanding. Mm-hmm. Guilt, shame, denial. Whew. So, we ready? (laughs) Okay. Guilt is attempting to usurp the authority of Christ in your life. It is a demonic, I can say a demonic attachment. So, your question, Kristen, what can we do? We can do everything seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. He gave us authority to get rid of that. So this is what we do. We employ the blood like this. You ready? You can always listen to it again. Jesus, your blood has cleansed me from all unrighteousness from before the foundations of the world. You can find that in Revelation 13, 8. Humanity's choices from Adam all the way to me. I have been cleansed. Period. Done. Story. Father, I employ the blood of Jesus. I ask for forgiveness for believing the lie of guilt. I renounce the usurped authority of guilt. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. I feel that. Take a moment to feel his presence drawing close to you. And that's a guarantee. 
<sighs> yep. There ain't nothing that his blood and his sacrifice has not accomplished and covered. And he stands there. And Father God draws close to us. There ain't nothing. Mm-mm, nothing at all. So, dealing with shame. It's a soul attachment. It results in emotions, a painful feeling of humiliation or distress caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. Humiliation comes from the outside in. We listen to others or we listen to gossip and lies or we've believed a lie that the enemy is reinforcing in our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Distress. Mm-hmm. Mental or bodily distress. It's something that disturbs one's comfort and annoyance. Mm-hmm. Or if you look at the word distressed, it is distant from rest, entering the rest of God. Hmm. Shame. We need to deal with it in the soul. Our mind, our will, our emotion. It means consciousness of wrong. That's what shame is. Consciousness of wrong. It just, three areas of that consciousness of wrong. Could be. I am aware of it. And that's why I'm conscious that it's wrong. And I feel shame. Or the Lord can reveal it to me. Or it's a valid accusation from the enemy. He has a legal right to, to torment you. Listen to this in Matthew 5, 25. Settle matters quickly with your adversary who is taking you to court. Do it while you are still together on the way, or your adversary may hand you over to the judge, and the judge may hand you over to the officer, and you may be thrown into prison. That is the prison of shame. Hmm. And that's what the court cases I have shared with you do. They address accusations. Let me remind you of those episodes. 38, 40, and number 8. Number 40, remember I share with you, it dealt with bad dreams. What were those about? Accusations from my promiscuous past. Mm-hmm. Okay. 38, remove the walls that have kept us from restoration, well-being, prosperity, favor, blessings, intimacy of relationship with God and man. That's what episode 38 does. And episode 8, it's my heartfelt testimony of being healed from having an abortion. And that sounds really heavy, but there is a miracle attached to it. Those are just tools in your pocket, tools in your hand. You can listen to me and how I deal with things, how God had me deal with things, how I learned to step into the courts of heaven, and you could use it as a tool for you and just allow Jesus to train you on the way, right? And here, 
I said I would lighten up today. Uh, I can't help myself. I feel so passionate about helping you overcome. And it's not about, it's not about hard work. It's not about persistence. It's not about just having the right confession, right confession, right confession. Uh Uh-uh. Remember, we are giving up on being perfect. We are just showing up to be authentic. Mm -hmm. That is what we want. That's who we want. We just want to be authentic and okay with ourselves. We want to belong to ourselves and continue to discover Jesus Christ in me and who I am. For me, for me, right, authenticity, for me, being a perfect pastor and fitting in the box, that only leaves me feeling distant. And here's what the rules say. The rules say this, but here's the people not being helped the way that a pastor or a leader is supposed to help them, right? Not all the answers, not all the answers are in the box, but some of them are. Salvation is totally in the box and can be found there. There are answers that just aren't in the box. They're not in our understanding and they're not in our theology. So what are we going to do? Are we going to put a fence around a theology and keep Jesus out? Heavens! Let's go let Jesus be our shepherd and take us to new pastures. Learn. Maybe those pastures, we might be eating grass that we've never ate before. We got to learn. Create a palate. Create a hunger to learn. Be led. Huh. Wow. So, altering our own uniqueness to fit in or to be liked or approved of in that guilty partnered with shame. I'm moving on. I'm just addressing it. These are some of my life application things that I have totally dealt with myself. Been there, done that, drank the Kool-Aid. And sorry, some of you might go, ah, it's a totally an American saying. Mm -hmm. Okay. Consciousness of wrong. We're going back to that. Number one, I'm aware of it. Number two, the Lord can reveal it to me. And number three, it's a valid accusation from the enemy and he has legal right to torment me. So like the court cases I just shared with you, that is how we allow Jesus to be the mediator of our faith and he leads us into all righteousness. What's that? Right standing. I want to stand right in the me, myself, and authentic I, belonging totally 100% to him. In embodiment, I want to experience that. I have that already. God already sees me that way. But I want to experience it and fathom it. Hmm. The how. Well... I do want you to go back and listen to those episodes. Doing is the best way to learn. Practice, practice, practice. Just do it. Just jump in, do it. Take the tools. Ask Jesus to teach you. Have Holy Spirit help you. Um, that's the way that you learn. 
You can't break anything in heaven. And you certainly can't break yourself. <laughs> it is safe zone. It's wonderful. Okay. So, but here it is in a nutshell. I'm going to draw it all together here in a small nutshell. I honor this court. Oh, and this nutshell is a tool. Father, I ask for forgiveness for what I am aware of. And then I make a list before him and I ask for forgiveness. Father, I give you permission to reveal to me areas where I have been wrong. And I make a list and I write down what he brings to my attention. And I don't argue. I just ask for forgiveness. I don't argue. Mm -mm. Father, I call forth my accuser bound and gagged to this case, to this course. If they cease to show, the enemy, if he ceases to show, they lose their right to accuse me. Their papers are consumed in your holiness. When the enemy presents himself, and he will, just listen to the accusations you perceive and do not dicker at all. Mm -mm. This is a good place to slip in foolish behavior. Just humble yourself before God. It's a good thing. Listen, ask for forgiveness. This is what you call repentance. Not the, the forgiveness stuff. That's already done. The repentance is the turning and the changing, the becoming new. It's gorgeous. And you know, I have a question for you if I'm just a smidgen guilty or if there's the smallest white lie. Am I still guilty? Am I still guilty? No. I say just deal with it. Look into Jesus' eyes and ask for forgiveness. Yep, I just deal with it right? That's easy. It's beautiful. When you no longer perceive any more accusations, ask the Father to judge your heart. That's a good thing. Mm -mm -mm. Why? Because you have asked Jesus for forgiveness and your heart is totally clean before him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just clean. And you have in Internal understanding and knowledge. This is the peace that passes understanding, and you know that you know that you know. Father, I ask that you search and you judge my heart. And you can wait a little bit at this point out of honor. And then this is the fun part. Father, I ask that you judge my adversary. <laughs> and then watch the fireworks. Hot diggity. Make sure you write down what you encountered. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Your enemies just, you know, disappear in the most creative ways. It's awesome. And you can feel the done. Yeah. Now, what do you do next? 
You ask the father to give you a document, document, an annulment, a divorce. He gives you something that you perceive. So just listen to him. Don't make it hard. Don't make it hard. Ask for it. Then once you receive it and you perceive it, right? Ask for it to be recorded in heaven and dispersed to your angels, right? Because they're the ones that bring forth the restitution, right? And the justice. There's more great stuff in all of that. And I would love to share it with you. Hmm. Records rooms, the court of scribes, amazing, fantastic, wonderful, the angelic court. Oh, oh my goodness. You could, we could just stay there permanently just be in wondrous awe, right? But that is what my Coaching for Life program is for. It's to walk out all the good stuff, but in that closer together place, right? It's a little bit more difficult to do it here because we just need that community. Okay, moving on. So, a little reward. Yep. If you walked actively with me through this episode, yep, you took it to heart, you listened to me, maybe you paused it a couple times, you asked the Lord and addressed the things personally that he highlighted to you. I congratulate you. Well done. Now with that, God gives awards. He does. He gives you gifts and awards for the hard work, for seeking him out for your own restoration and transformation. And since he gives gifts, so will I. Yep. So I'm going to invite you. I got some left here. I already had my cup of coffee with you. I mean, tea with you. Uh -huh. Mm-hmm. Just for my listeners. There it is. Yep. So I'm going to invite you to share a cup of tea with me. That is the recording that I did right before I came to talk to you now. To prepare my invitation, right? And we're going to celebrate together. My house. Yeah. <laughs> and this is where I'm going to share more of the story. The story and the personalized gift just for you that I made for you. Yep, you're invited there. I leave the link in the description there for you. Okay? I don't think anything else needs to be said except for, oh, it's such a good time to be able to sit, share a cup of tea, and talk together. Yes. So, I'll see you in about hmm, five minutes. So, now, Go put the kettle on, pour yourself a cup of tea, and I want to tell you a couple stories. Yes, they are true from the inside of the heart of the unfinished book and a miracle. So you grab the link and I will meet you over there. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. Now let's go over there and we're going to spend a little bit more time. <laughs> Half a cup of tea together. Thank you so much. I value you. I honor you. I look forward. Tell me your testimonies and your comments. And I really appreciate when you leave me a positive review. You know what a positive review does? 
It helps other people. It's encouraging me, but it helps other people. And I'm going to say au revoir. Thank you so much. I will talk to you again next week. This has been a total blessing. And I'll see you over there in five minutes. Put the kettle on. Bye now.